Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. What kind of a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50% of their life savings just as they near retirement? It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Humboldt and Clear Lake, Iowa. So how are you? How are you doing today? It is such a pleasure and such a gift for me to be able to come into your homes and your garages and the car, wherever you happen to be, and just spend some time with you. And I just absolutely love the feedback. I love it when you guys drop us notes and give us a thumbs up that you share the program with your friends. And it just is such a blessing to be able to see the traction and the people that are enjoying something that's maybe a little bit different than the average financial show. You know, everybody's got an opinion. It's kind of like belly buttons, but as they say, those opinions usually stink too, right? So this is maybe a little bit different of a show in the sense that we talk about not only the financial aspect of your life, but also the emotional aspect. And one of the most emotional things that I think we can discuss is what happens to us as we age. You know, our bodies get older and they start to decline. And there's just so many different things that can go wrong. And though we might have good genes, part of the problem is, is that we're living longer than ever before. And that means that our money has to last us as long as we're around. And it also means that we've got to be able to take care of ourselves. And sometimes we can't take care of ourselves. Sometimes that's just not in the cards. We need someone else to take care of us. And so I thought it was fitting to bring back a colleague of mine, a great friend, Rhonda Bills, the financial guru. And first of all, thank you for coming back. I'm glad I didn't scare you off and you didn't tell me no. You came back. I guess you're just a glutton for punishment. But long-term care is something that I know you're passionate about. It's something that you have made your entire career. And, you know, I feel the same way as a fiduciary. My aspiration is to teach people how to take what they've saved and turn it into income. All right. It's not about playing the stock market. It's about learning how to put more tools in your toolbox and give you control and give you power and ability to be able to do the fun things that you want to do in life. Right. But you've got the spirit and the heart of a teacher, just like I do. Every single day, you seek to try to educate people and to try to inform them about long-term care and the statistics of it. And 
more importantly, how to protect themselves from it, right? And not only protect their money, protect their resources, their assets, but also protect the mindset and the health. You know, a person who gets the health that they need, that they're going to maintain a better lifestyle, right? They're going to be able to have a more quality life if they're getting the care that they need. And what you do is you try to give them the tools to put in the toolbox that will be able to give them that ability. So with that, thank you for being here today. And, you know, I want to pick up where we left off, you know, They say that elephants have good memories. Well, Mm -hmm. sister, you've met your match here because Mm -hmm. I've got a mind like a steel trap or so I think. And last time we were talking about these hybrid type policies. Now, I don't like to talk about product on my show, but unfortunately, this is the one thing that we do have to talk about when it comes to long-term care. So what do I mean by a hybrid? Well, hybrid is, you know, in my mind, it is like a life insurance product that can also pay for long-term care. But you said that there's many different styles and designs. So give my listeners some indications, some simple things to process and to ruminate on. What do you mean by that? Great question here. So let's just kind of lay out the different strategies and then let's dive into them. So the first one we had already talked about on one of your prior episodes was the short-term care. So that's only designed to pay for home health care, facility care for a short period of time. There is no death benefit attached to it. Then we have option number two, which is what we call the traditional long-term care, where its purpose is designed to pay out for a long-term care event, and it can be shared with a spouse, but typically there is no death benefit attached to it. And then what you're getting into now is option three, what we call the hybrid policies, Because I do have some people say, Rhonda, why would I buy this if my wife and I never use it? Why would I not want to make sure I have a guarantee for a death benefit? So then I can say, yes, we can do that. We just need to go to option three, which is what we call the hybrid policies. Or a lot of your listeners, you might hear them called combination policies. And exactly what you're saying, Matthew, it's a combination. Its sole purpose, and this is important listeners to understand, The sole purpose is designed for long-term care. But now, if you do not use it, there is a death benefit paid out. Now, we can get into specifics on how these policies work. It is built on a life insurance chassis. So it's typically variable or universal life insurance policy or whole life policy. So the, the general makeup of that policy is a life insurance contract. However, its primary purpose is to pay out a monthly benefit tax-free for long-term care. And most important, Matthew, it has that inflation built into that. I'm telling you that because we're going to swing back around to that conversation again. So the hybrid policies have this pool of money for long-term care. It builds the inflation. It all comes out tax-free. We do have some strategies where if one spouse doesn't use it, The surviving spouse can share it, but most of the policies, you each would have your own separate contract. So Mr. Smith is going to have his own policy. Mrs. Smith is going to have her own. We only have one carrier that you can actually share them. You do not have to have two separate contracts. But the underlying point here on these hybrid policies is you're geared for that pool money. Its primary purpose is long-term care. But if you pass away and do not use it, there is a guaranteed death benefit. 
Now, to me, that's like using both sides of your brain. Like to me, that is a very reasonable tactic to use because it protects you if you live and you need the long-term care. But if you don't, I presume, you know, like my dad, he lasted about three and a half months in the nursing facility before he died. So maybe you start to claim, right? And you're claiming, you're getting paid, but then maybe you're in there for just a quick period of time before you pass away. So in that instance, there's still a death benefit, if I understand what you're saying right, that's still going to pay to the spouse, still going to pay to the kids, right? That's correct. Okay. Now, what if we're not interested in life insurance? We're like, life insurance, yeah, I get it, Matthew, but, you know, I just don't have the health. I'm a jock. I didn't take good care of myself, you know, and my cholesterol's up. My HDL is in the wrong spot. I'm a little bit too heavy for my height. You know, you get the point, right? So is there other alternatives in order to be able to get long-term care coverage if we've got cash, we've got resources, we've got assets, but we don't want to go down the road of having to apply for life insurance? One thing, as a long-term care specialist over 25 years in the industry that frustrates me and I, <laughs> I chuckle at is when I have a professional email me, say, hey, get me a quote for long-term care, and then they just give me their ages. It doesn't necessarily matter if they want strategy one, two, three, or four. It's going to come down to what does their health allow them to even look at strategies one, two, three, or four. So most importantly, I always have to want to start with what is their health look like first. Then I can go down the pecking order to see which strategies are going to be available. And then let's have the conversation with them about what does strategy one do? What does strategy two do? What does strategy three do? And which ones do this and don't do that? Okay. But more importantly, I mean, is it true the industry has shifted where there's life insurance that protects long-term care? Is there annuities that do long-term care too, so that I don't have to be as maybe as healthy? Yep. So a couple things there too. So number one, we talked about the short-term care. We talked about traditional long-term care. And now we talked about these hybrid policies. You do need to know that there's also life insurance policies that have a rider on it. So if everybody understands life insurance, you pay a premium. And at the time of your passing, your beneficiary gets this lump sum of money. So they take that exact same concept, Matthew, but they put this rider in the insurance world or an option on it that says, hey, Rhonda, I haven't passed away, but I do need care physically, cognitively. Can I prematurely access some of that lump sum death benefit? Because I need it. And what they do, Matthew, is they take a percentage. You either get 2 3 or 4% of the death benefit. That is the most they will let you take out per month. So an example, if you had $100,000 life insurance, I usually recommend if we're going to do this, do a 4% benefit, get it as high as possible. So 4%, Matthew, of $100,000 is what, $4,000? So that life insurance contract would allow you to have $4,000 a month to go for your long-term care. Well, that's better than a poke in the eye, right? However, most people that are looking into long-term care are people in their 50s and 60s. They need to worry about, going back to one of our earlier conversations, they need to worry about inflation. So fast forward 20 years, that 4,000 benefit is still going to pay out 4,000 a month. It does not include inflation. Why? Because life insurance does not include inflation. So that's where we got to make sure we have the conversation of the differences. Now, I also want to jump into another thing that you brought up. Good point. I have some people, I have a gal, really healthy business owner out in New York state, hiking in the woods with her family. Guess what? She got a tick. 
got bit by a tick. She got Lyme's disease. Nobody will take her. There is no option one, two, three, or four. However, what we could do is we could do these long-term care annuities where annuity, as you understand, you take a lump sum of money, you put a single contract. So you take a $100,000 single lump sum, however you want to write the check for $100,000, you put it into that combination long-term care annuity. And on day one, you immediately, you're leveraging again, you're going to get two or three times the value of that $100,000 that you put into it. And guess what, Matthew? What do we always talk about? Tax-free. So it comes out tax-free. Now, why do we want to talk this strategy? because we don't have a lot of medical questions to be able to answer. So is it ideal always? No. Does everybody have 100,000, 200,000 laying around? Heck no. But it is an option for some people that may not qualify for options one, two, three, or four. Okay, well, you just opened up Pandora's box. You always do this to me every single time, Rhonda, I swear. So we're coming up on our break, so we're going to be talking about business professionals and business owners, because here's the thing. You're a business owner. I'm a business owner. We put money into our business. We put our sweat equity, our blood, sweat, tears, you name it. And I want to know if there's a way that I can leverage my own business to take care of me after I retire, as I get older, right? So if you have questions, please go to our website, www.com. Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management.com and post your question to us. Reach out to us. Let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode every Saturday morning. Stick around with us. We're going to be right back with Rhonda Bills, my long-term care guru. You're locked on to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. The road to retirement is filled with twists and turns. And life's unexpected detours could easily throw you off course. That's why it's essential to work with a financial advisor who is also a fiduciary. A fiduciary experienced in helping clients navigate the complexities of retirement planning while helping you pay yourself first. The road to retirement now made simple. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local retirement income specialist, Matthew Johnson of Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Time now for more of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. And today we are talking about long-term care tactics. That's right. If you're just joining us, I am here with my great friend and colleague, Rhonda Bills. Rhonda, welcome back. Thanks for not running away during the break. 
Well, I kind of told you that you opened up Pandora's box, but before I go down that road, I want to go back and clarify something. You know, just recently I had a client who had come in and he had what he thought was a life insurance slash long-term care hybrid policy. And he was convinced of it. And one of the things that I do is I really encourage my clients. It doesn't matter once they hire me as their fiduciary. I want to know everything that they have invested money in, everything that's an asset, because my responsibility is to make certain that they have suitable investments, that they have dollars that are being used appropriately, and that they're everything that they want it to be. And what I found was that this guy had bought a life insurance policy from a life insurance agent. Nothing against agents. We all need them. But this guy was a product salesman. That's what he was. And he told this client of mine that what he had was a long-term care policy. And I was skeptical at best. And so I opened up the policy. I even looked at the illustration that had gone with this policy. And it was right there, bold print, in bold, a sentence that says, this is not a long-term care policy. And it would just befuddle the guy. Like he was completely blown away. He was actually quite angry because he was told that this was the true hybrid policy. And it wasn't. It was what you said. It was basically just a life insurance policy with this chintzy little rider. And he thought it was going to, you know, give him everything that he wanted when in reality it wasn't. And it was costing him a tremendous amount of money. So you may remember this. This is the guy that I passed on to you. And I said, is there anything that we could do? And you've cut his cost tremendously. So is that kind of the reason why you brought up that rider thing? Because sometimes people get sold these things thinking that they're one, but they're really not. One thing that I've learned in my years of long-term care is when somebody's interested in long-term care planning, they're going to reach out to anybody and everybody they possibly know that might be able to help them. So a lot of times they go to their insurance agent, their life insurance agent. Well, I'm going to be honest. Most life insurance agents do not understand all the moving pieces of long-term care. They're life insurance agents. So it's just easier for them, the path of least resistance to sell them a life insurance policy and just put this rider on it that says, oh yeah, you can take that out ahead of time. But they don't really understand the mechanics of it. The other thing you want to be really cautious on here, listeners, is there's two kinds of riders on those policies. One of them is your long-term care rider. And the tax qualified definition of a long-term care rider says that your doctor is going to certify that you need care minimally 90 days. So I'm thinking opposite of hospice here. Hospice says six months or less to live. We're going to come in. Long-term care is 90 days plus. You're going to need care physically, cognitively. But the other rider that these policies often include is what they call a terminal illness or a chronic illness rider. So if you have a terminal illness, that means that condition is taking you terminally to your deathbed. Correct? Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. Well, we know a lot of times with long-term care, you can need care beyond 90 days, but it doesn't always result to a death. Think of MS, think of Parkinson's, think of dementia, think of a stroke. You may need care for a period of time. You may rehab. You don't always rehab, but you may, and then you go back. So if you have one of those conditions that the doctor's not willing to say that this condition is automatically going to take you to your deathbed, that terminal illness rider is not going to kick in. I see what you're saying. So they're selling it saying, hey, it provides the benefit. But what you're saying is that 
they may have a condition that they've developed that doesn't actually trigger those benefits. I get what you're saying. Okay. You know, I had a business coach years ago and he told me, Matthew, it's not what you expect, but what you inspect. And so would you agree that this is the reason why we have to be so thorough and having our contracts reviewed? Sometimes two heads are better than one. Sometimes four eyes are better than two. And just, you know, if you've got one of these policies that you think may do one thing, but you really want to make certain that it really does what you are assuming it's going to do, it's good to have that potentially reviewed by a person like myself or yourself so that we know whether or not we actually have what we think we're paying for is what you're getting at. And remember too, Matthew, if you go with that strategy, that is really geared for life insurance. Because remember, that's its sole purpose. It's life insurance. It's just an afterthought. Oh, we'll put this little rider on it that says I can access some of that death benefit. Because remember, it doesn't have inflation. It doesn't meet the tax qualified definitions. So the other thing is, if you are going to do that, why are you buying it? Are you buying the life insurance and then you're just putting the rider on? So remember, if you go on claim, you've got this life insurance to pay this $100,000 and you prematurely access the $4,000 death benefit and the $100,000 is gone, you still have no death benefit at the end of the day. So make sure you understand 101, what is your need? What are you buying? And then did you take something ahead of time that you still needed when you were done. Now, just one last question, but let's say that I did have that $100,000 death benefit. Let's say that it did trigger, you know, I developed a condition and it does trigger the benefits. And so I'm taking, you know, 4,000 a month. Um, and I'm comfortable, you know, financially spending the other, you know, two, 3,000, whatever it is every month to cover my costs. But let's say that I come to a point where that 100,000 is gone. Do they keep paying me the 4000 a month or does no, that stop because my death benefit's gone? It's okay. All and right. that goes back to my point. So if you use up the $100,000 death benefit prematurely for long-term care, which is good, you needed it, but why did you buy the life insurance in the first place? If you were in your 50s or 60s and you still have a mortgage or you want to make sure your spouse is taken care of and you used it up, remember there's not going to be a death benefit because you already used it all up. Very interesting. So that kind of goes back to good planning instead of just adequate planning, right? Just there's 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 a difference. The <laughs> yeah, there, there's a difference between being thorough and comprehensive and taking a look at everything. And, and you bring up a good point. You know, I've always said that there's an epidemic in this country and, and the epidemic isn't just, you know, expanding waistlines. The epidemic is debt. And there's a lot to be said about people. I see more and more individuals that are trying to retire and they got more debt than ever before. Okay. So I'm so sorry, but I got to answer this question. I got to get an answer to this question. That is this. So, so many of us are business owners, right? So we own an S corp. We own a C corp. We've got an LLC. We're self-employed individuals, right? Which it's funny. I had a friend of mine that said he wanted more time. So he's going to start a business. And I said, well, you might as well just go ahead and have another child. Okay. That that's what that's like. So you're not going to save yourself more time by starting your own business, but We're business owners and we want to be able to figure out, okay, how can we leverage, to use your word, how do we leverage our business to get us long-term care? Is there tactics? Today's topic is long-term care tactics. Is there a tactic that I can employ with my own business to get me long-term care benefits? And let's not stop there. Let's talk about what if I'm married? What if I'm a spouse? Is there a way that my business can also give me coverage for my spouse? This is where I stand different from you, Matthew. 
I get to talk in a world that nobody else gets to talk in. And when I'm talking about, we get it both ways. So as a business owner, the IRS always likes to reward our business owners, our self-employed individuals, C-Corps, sole proprietors, LLCs, people that are taking the initiative to earn their own income and not asking for somebody to give them a job. So they're always going to look to give them tax deductions first. So going back in the 90s, when President Clinton signed in these tax qualified policies, he also said, hey, we need to give a tax deduction for any self-employed slash 2% or greater owner, business owner that purchases long-term care for them and or a spouse. Now let's break this apart. Remember, this is a pool of money. It's going to send them a check, Matthew. And remember, we're building inflation, so it's going to grow because we know the cost of health care goes up four and a half, five percent and the benefits are paid out tax-free. Now we get to turn around and say that premium that we're paying to pay for that strategy. As a business owner, we get to tax deduct it, not just for them, but for them and or a spouse. So it is possible then for my business to have an expense And, you know, way back in the day, and I know I'm going to probably date myself, but, you know, even today, there's these things called key man, right? So if you have a partner in your business and you're like, holy smokes, you know, if I lose this guy, I lose this gal, it's going to be, you know, a massive loss to the business. I better insure their life. And that's an expense. And we would use the business to pay for this sort of thing. You know, it's a tactic, right? But now what we're talking about is something that's more close to home. It's about what happens to me as I get older and I might need some care. So what you're saying is that it is possible for my business to be able to have an expense paying for long-term care for myself and maybe even for myself as well as my spouse. Now, let me ask you, I'm going to go one step further. You talked about, and this goes back moons ago, when you were here on an earlier episode, we were talking about how you said there's different ways of paying for this. So there's like a 10 pay, I think you told me. There's a single pay, something like that. Is that still true? Could I have my business do a 10 pay into this policy? Could I have that happen? You bet. So the IRS sets an age-based table on a maximum of a tax deduction per age. Now, if you are a C-Corp owner, you always take 100% tax deduction. So that is not relevant to that age-based table. However, if you're S-Corp, LLC, sole proprietor, self-employed, your premiums would be limited to this age-based table. For an example, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but roughly if you're in your 50s, you could deduct maybe $1,650 annual premium. But once you reach into that 60 category, it's automatically going to triple up to like over 3000 annual premium. So you would take the tax deduction as a business expense, but it is based on your age. And then don't forget, you also have your spouse's portion that they would be able to tax deduct based on their age as well. I think the gist of your comment is that I might not be able to deduct all of it. I might, depending upon my situation. This is probably something that I would want to you know, discuss with you as the professional with regards to long-term care, but also maybe have the conversation with my CPA, my accountant, make certain I'm doing this properly. But what you're saying is at the very least, I might be able to deduct a portion. And that's better than say the W-2 person. The W-2 person never gets to deduct, right? Or very rarely do they get to deduct because they're probably taking the standard deduction. They're not itemizing anything like that. But as a business owner, I am itemizing, right? Because I've got lots of expenses. So to me, that is a profound benefit. And that's an advantage that you and I have as business owners 
that we could potentially cover ourselves for such a massive liability through long-term care and get our business to help us. And not only that, but the IRS as well as saying here, here's an incentive to be able to get that coverage for yourself. Correct. Because as a business owner, we're putting our blood, sweat, and tears into our business. We're putting as much money in that business to keep it up and running, keep it going. At some point, you want to retire. We want to take all that blood, sweat, and tears, all those years of that money out of that business. We want to get it back to our home, into our personal account, but we don't want to be taxed all the way. And long-term care allows you to do that. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Rhonda. We're out of time, unfortunately. It just goes by so fast. But thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. And thanks for all the tactics that you shared with us. It really gives me that glimmer of hope that we can continue to do good things for ourselves and be able to be strategic about it. And that's important. If you ever choose to reach out to us, 866-290-3837. 866-290-3837. Go to my website, Johnson WIM, which stands for Wealth Income Management. And you'll find that there's a little link there to communicate to us, to send us a question, to send us a comment. You can also go to our radio podcast channel, which is just CapitalizeLife.com. You'll be able to get all of the past episodes of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. And I just really appreciate you doing that and giving us a bit of feedback as to what you think and what you don't think. So for all of you that are listening, thanks again for listening. And remember, it is up to you to make today a great day. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.